1: it's not another buffalo podcast with logical john i saw patrick
2: mahomes do some pretty reckless stuff and no one's calling him sugar high funny guy pat
3: how'd you like to be trevor lawrence though you're like all right man here i go first overall pick i'm going to florida i'm from the panhandle seeing my mom and dad every weekend and then it's like you just signed up for a job and in the interview they were like oh we like to have a lot of fun here you know and then you get job the first day of work and the entire cubicle's on fire and your boss is taking a dump on the carpet.
0: And that's guy
1: Brando. We have, we have this trust built uh, on, you know, whatever it is, like Bibles and gold bricks and whatever Brandon Bean's drinking over there.
2: What's up, guys? Welcome to a Friday edition of Not Another Buffalo Podcast, part of the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. My name is John, and I'm here with my buddies, Pat and Brando. You can find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast. Now, before we kick off this show, we're going to go live to Pat with a Breaking Sabres update.
1: It's time for the Weekly Sabres Update. I
3: don't know, man. I'm like very confused. Pat, do you have a Sabres update for us? <laughs> oh, well, they shipped. Uh, yeah, never mind. Okay.
1: This has been your weekly Sabres update. Oh,
2: yeah. All right, Well, now that we got that out of our way. Jack Eichel <laughs> to Sin City, boys. <laughs> there you go. You heard it here third or fourth or 12th not first though
1: (laughs) Dude, the trade dropped at 7 a.m this morning and jack eichel was doing interview exclusives on tsn at like noon so they have all this interview footage talking about the trade and i was like bro you've been out in silence for a year now and you dropped the interview which is crazy because they said he was going to speak either way today even if he wasn't traded so it would have been nice to see what he said if he wasn't traded today (laughs)
2: Yeah. Or painful. One of the two. Anyway, let's, uh, let's go ahead and get into our pick six pickums here. Let's, let's go over what we, what we had last week. So last week overall, Pat was two and four. I was two and four as well. And Brando was four and two. So Brando's back on top in the standings by two games. Overall, Pat is 17 and 25. I'm 24 and 18 and Brando's 26 and 16. We all missed the, uh, the Tampa Bay and Atlanta game which were both upsets which honestly with the amount of upsets that happened last weekend like I'm thankful that we didn't have more red on the scoreboard here so Pat and I the only the only ones we picked right was Buffalo and Tennessee and then we missed uh, the Cleveland Pittsburgh game and the Washington Denver game and Brando got those right so kudos to you Brando hopefully Finally. Brando's bets can get back on track this week as well but Dude, I don't even want to talk <laughs> tune about in it. For that That's later.
1: stupid <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure we'll get Who to Who is it. Mike White? Who? <laughs> All right, without
2: further ado, let's get into our picks.
1: Time for the guys to pick their picks in the Pick 6 Pick'ems.
2: All right, first off, we got Buffalo heading down to Jacksonville. Another takeover, hopefully similar to the playoff takeover with a uh, different result at the end, but I'm sure it will be. But Buffalo is 14 and a half point favorites in this one, which again, a second week in a row, Buffalo is double digit favorites and the third time this year, right? Cause Washington, or sorry, not Washington, the Texans, they were 17 point favorites. I bet you that, you know, double digit spreads three times in a year hasn't happened since the nineties teams for the bills. I don't, I don't know if you have any more on that.
1: Maybe it happened last year, but maybe not even last year. Those are not as respected last year as they are. It would are be crazy year. if they cover all three, too. They might set
2: a record this year, because honestly, if you're if you're playing... I don't know if the Jets game will be a double-digit spread. It might not be with how they've been doing lately.
1: Nine and a half? Yeah, it could. It very well could be. It depends on how they do this week. But
2: anyway, 14 and a half point spread. Brendo, do you think they're going to clear that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our Josh Allen is better than their Josh Allen. And uh, uh, I... Think the Bills are just gonna like light up this league over the next couple of days, next couple of games. Um, I'm looking at you know, we had Cole Beasley last week. Dawson Knox is still out. He might play though. They so, they said he's day
3: to day, so that'd be interesting.
1: Yeah, but you're not gonna you're not gonna make him play true, against Jacksonville. <laughs> Save him for for something else. Um give me, you know, give me a big game from Sanders or Diggs, I think. You know, they don't have the defensive talent that you're gonna need to stop us. And their offensive talent is just, you know, they have, a, they have a rookie quarterback. What do you expect? He's not playing that great. Uh, I will say the takeover could be cool to see. Um, when I went to Jacksonville for the playoff game, there were so many Bills fans. But the, uh, that was like the worst game of all time because it was zero offense. But I think we're going to see a totally different game than we saw then.
2: All right, Pat, where do you set the over under for the time the night before the game that all the bars run out of blue light? like 7 p.m.
3: ish in Jacksonville yeah yeah maybe maybe 6 30 because we're going to be taken back by how nice it is um you know what I mean and Buffalonians like to drink outside so I'd, I'd say 6 30 <laughs> you know we start with the <laughs> we start with the lunch beers and then you know you go from there maybe even a couple breakfast yeah beers, oh not easy easy
2: so do you, do you think they're going to clear that 14 and a half point spread on Sunday
3: well like you said we've had two games or is it three games with double digit spreads? I, I think three, yep. right?
2: Well, this is the third and they cleared both other spreads.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Give me the bills. I mean, I think the only way they don't cover is if like, there's like a garbage time touchdown or something, but no, I, I think they'll cover. Yeah. Honestly, that's how I felt when they played the Texans and they
2: had that huge spread. So no, I'm with you guys. I think that they'll cover this spread 14 and a half again. Brandon likes that little half point hook, so if they win by two touchdowns, they don't cover. But I think they win by at least seventeen, easy. So even even if it's in Jacksonville, I know it's hot down there. You know we have we have Josh Allen. We don't have Aaron Rodgers, whose Achilles heel is humidity over eighty percent. So I like I like the Bills to cover there.
1: It's also interesting to think over or under how many times we see Mitch Trubisky this season because I would like to see him make an appearance here. If we didn't trade him, you know, I think it's good to have the insurance of him, but we're going to be, you know, if, if we're throwing these softballs at our offense, then, you know, give me some Mitch. Yeah,
2: no, I'm totally down for some fourth quarter Mitch, maybe even some third quarter Mitch. If we're up by that much, like, you know, like I, I don't know how you feel about it, Pat Um, and Brandon. you can chime in on this too, but I was really glad that they didn't trade him. I thought that, you know, like some people were like, you know, trade him and go sign Cam Newton. I think that would have been a terrible move. Like what? I mean, some people
1: as in Joe DiBiase said, that. Oh, that was Joe. Joe He said, (laughs) Joe
3: DiBiase said trade Mitchell Trubinski and pick up Cam Newton. Yes. Well, Joe, why don't you go back to the hockey rink and skate around? Because that is a trash take. (laughs) Hey, Um,
1: not all (laughs) hockey players talk like that. No, no, I'm just, I'm just Cam <laughs> yeah, Newton's I,
3: terrible man.
2: I, I, just, I hate
1: I Cam Newton. I've literally never liked Cam, so I thought. Yeah, that was no, something.
2: we we should pull up the Cam rant that you had earlier in the year. It was it was good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the computer! It's me, Brandon. Dude, <laughs> we were going off. Brandon and I were going off for like 20 minutes on the computer thing.
2: Maybe I'll pick out that that audio recording of your Cam Newton rant and roll it back in. That was that was a good little. That was a good. That was a good rant. I hate Cam. Man. <laughs>
1: Saw, I just saw the clip the other day. I was looking at it. The Panthers had the ball with like three minutes to go. They were down one touchdown. I think it was 24-17. And they had the ball at the Broncos like, what, 35-yard line when the fumble happened? And he just sat there and, ah, everybody here is built to carry you and you can't reach in there and get a ball that you fumbled, man.
3: Ugh. Hey, man. He had character issues when he was at UF. I mean, come on. Brandon needed a computer for this podcast. And he said, you know what, Dad? Can I have a computer?
1: Cam needed a computer and he steals 10 of them.
0: <laughs> he steals 10 of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the one I got from 2011, it was probably one that Cam stole originally. That's why it doesn't f-ing work now, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've never liked him from the time that he was about to be drafted. One of my coworkers at the stadium was on a flight from where did he go to school florida to buffalo right auburn. He, or auburn. he went from
3: he was at florida and he got expelled and then he went to well and then they auburn paid his dad to
1: have him play <laughs> well either way he was coming up for a visit to buffalo for the draft visit because we picked third that year when we got darius and uh one of my coworkers said that cam newton was the biggest dick In the whole airplane, he was mean to the stewardess. He was mean to the people walking through the aisle that he was just rude from the beginning. And I was like, you know, it doesn't, you know, he's got this big smile on his face that he just, and then he says that comment about the woman reporter not knowing anything about the game of football. I don't have any tolerance for that at all. And the fact that he's still in the league or he was in the league and people were trying to give him another chance for something that he did seven years ago blows my mind.
2: So anyway, next game on the docket, Cleveland going into Cincinnati. Cincinnati is two and a half point favorites in this one. Uh, Brenda, what do you think about this
1: game? Well, considering the Bengals cost Brando's bets last week because of some sort of malfunction in the time warp continuum that allowed Mike White to step in for the New York Jets and just beat a team that just has been really good this season. I, I don't know. I don't really want to pick them but I don't want to pick the Browns either. I don't, you know, we can say what all we want about this drama about Odell Beckham, but like, it's one of those things that Odell Beckham walks in that locker room and his teammates are like, well, you know, your dad wasn't wrong. Baker no, obviously, obviously missed you <laughs> when you were wide open on the field. <laughs> like that Steelers game, dude,
3: they like, I think it was, it would have been like the final third down of the game that the Browns had and like OBJ, just no dudes running a fade down the sideline, no dudes within like 15 yards of him. So
1: So for that reason, I'm going to take the Bengals here, but it's just one of those games that it's weird. I don't know. I'm just salty about the Bengals after last week, but I'm going to give Joe Burrow a chance to save himself in my eyes, which is obviously the bottom line of importance.
2: All right, Pat, care to push back on that? What's your pick for this one?
3: Well, having um, the same situation that Brando had and now that Baker has um, with a torn labrum, and the um, potential arm damage um, that in addition to the grateful dead concert, like I said, did destroy all of my competitiveness. So, I mean, if Baker, I, I just don't, I, I wouldn't even have him on the field. Why would you be like, I'm ready to play when I'm ready to play. So I, I, number one, he's not at 100%. Number two, Kareem Hunt's still not, you know what I mean? In the game. I don't have that much faith in D earnest. So give me the bangles at home and the spread cover. Yeah.
2: I'm with you guys. If this spread was a little bit bigger, I might be inclined to go with, uh, Cleveland. But yeah, no, I think Cincinnati's going to come back from a rough week. They're just they look they're more dangerous than the Browns are right now. The Browns are ground and pound and play decent defense, and their defense hasn't been as good lately as it was at certain points within the last year and a half or so. So I think Cincinnati's the better team out of the two of those by a long shot, which is sad because Brown fans really were getting close to having something to celebrate about this year and. I don't know. I feel like they were going to be more of a contender this year. They, they certainly looked like they were going that direction at the beginning of the year. But uh, I don't I don't think that's how they are anymore, at least right now. Stuff could change at the end of the year. But
1: the thing is, is like Baker's not a an old kid, like an old guy. And he's playing through this injury like it's some noble cause when they have a backup that plays just like him. And uh, it might cause less drama. I don't know. It's, it's the Browns are in a weird position, and I, I don't envy it.
2: Yeah, I don't know what their remaining strength of schedule is. I thought that they had, they had one of the harder schedules for the rest of the year, possibly because mostly because they're in the
3: AFC North. I would assume, but
1: it's a tough division. They're all good teams. They're yeah. all good, dude. Yeah. The
3: Steelers are like the dark horse too, honestly. Yeah, but there there's no duds
1: I mean, in that like, division.
2: I mean, the the Steelers or the Browns might be the closest thing, and they're still. On any given Sunday, they could probably beat most teams in the league. So
3: yeah, no, I mean honestly, I the Browns could very easily lose out. Like, and that's no knock on anyone, but um, yeah, I'm looking at their schedule here,
2: which is crazy because just a couple of weeks ago we were talking about maybe that's a team we don't want to face in the playoffs if there's some freak snowstorm or something like that. Like a team that can play def- decent defense and run the ball well is is maybe in a snow game at least is what you don't want. But anyway. Next on the docket, we got New Orleans, sorry, not New Orleans, New England going into Carolina as three and a half point favorites. Three and a half point spread is kind of interesting there, but Brandon, what do you think?
0: It's
1: got the hook, you know, they get you on the hook. It's these little things, uh, with Sam Darnold's performance of late being just pitiful and he's banged up for sure. Uh, what did he have a concussion? And, um, like some other muscle injury. I'm not sure. I see uh, do we have any news on if he's gonna play this week? Uh this last that I saw he was like doubtful, but I I dropped him in fantasy, so I moved <laughs> on from that. <laughs> so I don't wanna know. I don't limited again today in
3: practice, so potentially.
1: I would uh I don't really like to bet on New England, but I'm gonna this time because of the quarterback situation in Carolina, Bill Belichick's coming off one of his, you know, a couple good performances in a row. And do you know who PJ Walker is? Either of you? Yeah, guys? that's what
3: I'm looking at. Former XFL star, apparently. You know, to each their own, to each their own. But <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> the Patriots are not the XFL. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day about impressive yet also overrated stats because Belichick was in a division where when we started rookie quarterbacks all the time, like Bills had... Number of them, Dolphins did Jets have, and so they they got to beat up on that, and that's inflated his win loss record. But this qualifies as one of those quarterbacks where Bill Belichick will beat him up. So give me the give me the Patriots.
2: Yeah, I I, I got to go with New England on this one too. Like I don't know, they they've looked decent lately. They're like serviceable. So I can really only hope that at the end of the season, you know the Patriots end up immediately eight and nine miss the playoffs and don't get good draft picks. And then they can have fun in QB purgatory where we were, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that macaroni Jones doesn't look good. He looks okay, but like he's, uh, you know, that he's got a good coaching system behind him. He's got a good offensive coordinator. So
1: listen, listen, homemade mac and cheese is good, but it takes a lot of time to develop. And Mac Jones is more of like a craft. Yeah. Craft yeah, is Craft is good though. Crafts I like. Kraft. Yeah, but he's not like he's
2: not like Craft shells. He's like the craft like Easy Mac
1: dude. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's the Easy Mac, but not the Which shells. I like Easy, Easy Mac. Mac
3: like the regular
2: Easy shell's Mac
1: shells. Easy Mac is still another level up, exactly. And then the Cheetos Easy Mac is still above the regular Easy Mac.
3: I mean, for as good as he is, I don't think Josh Allen would be very good if he had to throw to Jacoby Myers and the ghost of Nelson Aguilar. Um... You know, that being said, voodoo, witch doctor, William Belichick um, dials up some more spirits. Whoever the hell is under center, um, they're going to be seeing ghosts. Give me the pads. Sweet. So we are all three for
2: three picking the same so far. So hopefully we get some interesting stuff on the backside of this.
1: Don, you want to pick first for the next one?
2: Yeah, I can. I can do that. I'll roll right through. All right.
1: Cool. 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 Uh,
2: Next up, we got the Chargers going into Philadelphia. Chargers are only one and a half point favorites, which I find interesting. Um, the Chargers have not been playing up to, I think, their own standard or their own potential lately. So I guess that's maybe the reason for that spread. But gosh, going into Philadelphia, I don't think that Philadelphia is so weird. Um, Jalen Hurts ha- is having like a really good fantasy year, but like his real life stats aren't that good, which is kind of funny. A lot of, a lot of garbage time stuff, but Yeah, I just, I don't, the Eagles have had a couple of good games here and there. And I think they just beat up on the Lions last week, which is not saying much. But I like, I like the Chargers in this one. I just think they're the more complete team. Uh, They've got superstars on both sides of the ball. So, and I, I, Justin Herbert has, has been a little bit cold the last few weeks, but I think this is a get right game for them. So I'm going Chargers on that one. Brandon, what about you?
1: Yeah, I'm definitely, because like you said, that line is so... Small, there's a weird look around that game. I think the Chargers have been in a funk again. This is one of those games. This is one of those games that when you look at the coaching staff, they're both young head coaches. Both of them more on that you know forward-thinking side of things. But this is going to be a a heavily bet game. I got to take the Chargers. It's going to be featured in Brando's bets later on, but it's just. I don't like Philly. I, I haven't all season. I've bet against them on a number of times, and they seem to hit. Maybe one week they had a fluky game where they won pretty big. Uh, Jalen Hurts can be explosive at times, but Herbert is another class than Jalen Hurts. Yeah. So he's got but way better weapons. Way better weapons. So give me some Mike Williams. Give me some Keenan Allen. Give me some Austin Eckler, and they'll, uh, they'll be fine. I'll yeah. cover the spread.
3: Patty, what about you? Well, I think the only way the Eagles win this game is... I mean... Um, I guess primarily in the Cleveland game, but, you know, again, against the Patriots and stuff, this this Chargers run defense isn't exactly what I would call cream of the crop. And, um, you know, Miles Sanders, he's been averaging almost five yards a pop. I wouldn't say he's like a top-tier running back, but he's he's pretty damn good. So, I mean, I still would have to go with the Chargers, but I, I think that it's within reason that the Eagles could win this game. Uh,
2: Arizona at San Francisco, this is an even game, so this is a pick-em which is the first official pick I think we've had this year, you know, according to Vegas, but I'm going Arizona in this one. I'm surprised that it's even, I mean, it's probably even because, you know, if if this game is in Arizona, maybe there's maybe they're three point favorites. And, you know, of course, Arizona came off that Thursday night game against the Packers last, right? That was their last game
3: that they lost. Yeah. I don't even know if Kyler Murray's is Kyler even playing.
1: Why is this such a pick-em game then? Is that well because I that I didn't know if he was is? playing like, or not. Like I thought he was roughed up at the end of the Packers game. Yeah, he hurt his knee, didn't he?
2: I actually haven't seen any news about that. So
1: yeah, he he got carted off or not carted off. He got limped off. Like he was carried off with yeah. his buddies um, after throwing the interception to end that Packers game.
3: Hush. It. Do we have a do we have an injury update for him if he's I'll gonna play? I'll search it. I'll search it. Yeah. Yeah, if you could search it, Brando, because I am curious, honestly. It
1: didn't look great. Like, it kind of like. Not that I don't like, have faith in whoever the hell is back. kind of bent weird. Don't. Um, he was not present at practice on Wednesday. It's like a game time decision. He's had four to five days off because it was Thursday, so it's been a longer week. Um, he is taking it day by day. It looks like he's going to play. Um, it's a medial ankle sprain. So those are tough because. His side to side lateral quickness, which is what his game is developed on. Having him stand in the pocket and be a pocket passer would be a huge advantage for the Niners. You know, if you just tweak the ankle a little bit, he could just have to, you know, he could hurt it even more. Just it could be a pain thing. That's interesting. There's, I don't know if that changes your mind for the picks at all.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I still like Arizona in that game. Who's their backup? Uh, oh, Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy, okay. Colt McCoy, yeah. It was like, that was last. All right, well, I mean, Colt McCoy, I guess you could call serviceable at this point. I haven't seen him play in a long time, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Isn't, is Jimmy G fully healthy too? I'm not
3: even sure. Yeah, he's playing, man. He was
2: a savage last week. I feel
1: like he has had enough time to heal a little bit, and he doesn't get really out of the pocket anyways. So his style of game... Might be beneficial, but remember, JJ Watt is also out. So, this is a tough game. Those injuries might make a difference. They might, they might. So, I mean, I'll lead it off. I'll lead off. I'll take the Cardinals. Okay. okay. I think they're going to win. They're six and one. They they had a tough game last week. They should have. It's kind of like that Bills game. They could have beat the Titans. Kyler and AJ Green were not on the same page. Aaron Rodgers, being uh, a good quarterback, obviously gave, drove them down. And I was like, oh, Kyler Murray can't really match him, but uh, give me. Give me that team. Oh, oh, A.J. Green's out also with COVID. That's also That could also be a factor. But they have a lot of weapons on that Arizona team. I think, though, last
3: week, Jimmy G was a total savage, man. He even threw a block on a goal line run, um, like rugby scrum style. I don't know. I, I think Kyler and the boys, regardless, they're they're due to drop one. I mean, I don't know. It's a tough division. I don't think anyone gets out of that division unscathed. I'm going to take the Niners. Niners at home. Nice. Uh I actually kind of
2: right before Brandon started talking changed my mind about, you know, who I thought was going to win this one cuz I do think Arizona has a really good roster and I mean, I guess you could say they had a down game against the Packers. They definitely looked uh it was the first game where they really looked vulnerable, I guess you could say. But yeah, San Francisco is is coming off a win and Arizona's coming off a loss, so I don't know if momentum carries into this one that much but Pat like you said Jimmy G had a good game he had two rushing touchdowns which is funny but anyway yeah I'm I'm I got to go San Francisco on that one
3: and I don't I And just, on a final note I yeah, mean honestly when when the Niners played these guys earlier in the season it was a 10-17 game dude and that was with Trey Lance playing quarterback so I mean they've matched up rather close the first time they played so
2: that that is great to admit that I like
3: it Last game we got
2: on the docket, Tennessee is going to L.A. to play the Rams. The Rams are seven and a half point favorites in this one. So this is the biggest spread of the week besides the bills that we got. Uh, Brando, who you got in this one?
1: I'm not going to bet against Matt Stafford. Derek Henry injury is going to prove to be very impactful, but it's not going to be as bad as you think. I think uh, what's the line? Six and a half? Seven and a half seven and a half. Ah, the hook, man. I don't know. It's going to be close man, two because score a game. <laughs> Tannehill has enough talent to cover spreads, kind of like Teddy Bridgewater, ready to kind of do that, but they don't throw it enough to Julio and AJ Brown. So I think you might be in luck to have Julio because he's going to get more targets without running the ball 40 times a game, uh, which could be beneficial, but I don't think they're going to win this game today. So there's not a spot, Sunday.
2: There's not a spot on my roster for Julio besides the bench, except for bye weeks So he's been injured. Oh, he's, he's been he might, injured. He for, might see an uptick. Yeah. So that'd be nice. But yeah, Pat, what do you think about this matchup?
3: Well, as much as I want to have a feel good story with Tanny, Tanny wheels and the boys and Tanny wheels, <laughs> Tanny wheels, Arthur James Brown, Julio, you know, I just look at it from this, this this perspective, man. I mean, when we played those those Titans down in Tennessee, man, that that secondary was really really struggling. They had a lot of injuries, and it's like we got some decent targets, but like dog, I mean, they got Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Deshaun Jackson, Tyler Higby, Sony Michelle out of the backfield, Cam Akers. Like, I mean, just I, uh, Deshaun Jackson I, got released this week. That's an update. But did he? He did. Yeah, it's an update. Yeah. They have
2: uh, gosh, I can't remember the guy's name. But he got like eight or nine targets in the last game and kind of stepped up. So I think that he's kind of taken Deshaun's place in the offense. Anyway, Pat, didn't mean to cut
3: you off, but that's the update. No, you're good, man. I mean, the Rams win. I don't know if they necessarily cover the spread, but in Los Angeles, even though Los Angeles has no football fans, I think that, you know, regardless how many Titans fans are dressed up in the stands, they still lose. Rams by less than seven and a half. So you're so you're picking Tennessee pretty much on that one. I so think the Rams will win, but I don't think I don't think they'll cover the spread. I think it'll be a close game.
2: Yeah. So anyway, I guess that makes my pick more interesting. I'm going Rams on this one. At least we're not all three picking the same thing. Um, I don't know. Matty Stafford looks amazing, as we all thought he would in L.A. So Daryl Henderson, more receiving touchdowns, please, and and I'll be good for my fantasy team. So I'm going Rams on that one. I think that they cover that seven and a half point spread easy. Sweet. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll go right into some Brando's bets.
1: Time for Brando's bets. For financial advice, please responsibly. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to personally apologize for Mike White. I don't know who Mike White is. Michael who? Mr. White. You're not Walter White from Breaking Bad. You're not Michael Jordan. You're not even St. Michael the Archangel, right? Like, (laughs) who the hell are you, man? He's a dog from
3: Western Kentucky Hilltoppers.
1: (sighs) Everything was going great. It was every hit everyone hit all of the games were playing out the way that they were supposed to. And I'm looking at my ESPN app while I'm at the bills game. And I see that it's like 31 33 jets are winning. Bengals have the ball with like, a with like, like three minutes left. And then I saw that they punted and I was like, fudge man, like this is it. I was like, this is going to cost it. And I was pretty disappointed because I would have wanted a nice chunk of change on it. Um, you gotta give credit to when it's due, man. Like, Mike White ate his Wheaties. So, he did. I'm, they said the. I'm only... hoping. Go ahead, Pat. I was gonna say the only two quarterbacks to
3: throw for 400 yards in their NFL NFL debut, um, the much loved on this podcast, Cam Newton and um, Mike White. <laughs> only two dudes to do it ever. First start, 400 yards. So, dude's an anomaly.
1: I can't escape Cam Newton, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What's interesting, too, is um, I saw that graphic that you're talking about, Pat, and they were showing the top four um, passing yards in a debut, and obviously Cam and Mike White were the only guys who were over 400 yards. Um, the next two guys down in the list were like high 300s. I don't remember the names, but it was super interesting. Mike White was the only one who won the game on any of those. Really? Yeah. Cam Newton lost that um, his debut where he threw for over 400 yards, and those other guys lost lost that debut game too. So Mike White was the only win out of those four guys, which was interesting.
1: That is interesting. Well, it was interesting enough to make us lose. So we dropped a five and two on the season for Brando's bets. Still not bad. And you know what? No, but it's one of those things that, like I said, they catch you in the parlays when you get greedy and you add... Won too many games, and I. I don't think anyone can. Thinking, I don't
2: think anyone can fault you for adding Bengals Jets to your parlay, though. No, so.
1: <laughs> and we got we lost on the Bucks game too, right? Bucks and Saints because Saints blew out. Tampa. Yeah. yeah, Tampa. That's true. At so least, so at that least that we happened, got them
2: both out of the way in the same week.
1: Yeah, and, and when that happened, I was like, all right, but. You know, who would have picked the Jets and the Saints together? You know, that's one of those things. But if you would have stuck to the three team instead of the five team, you probably would have won. So, you know, risk management, people, risk management. But like I said, I'm no expert. So this week, though, we hope the tide turns because we're going to have another parlay. It's not going to be as big. It's a weird week of games. The weather's getting funky in some of these open air stadiums. There's a lot of injuries this week. We've seen a lot of team drama. So, first one, we talked about it earlier. I got Chargers over the Eagles. The spread being one and a half uh, or money line. I, I do money line bets, but uh, you could do the spread on this one if you wanted to take it separate. But this game, I don't see how the Eagles are going to win. You could do this straight up at the Chargers, just put it in a parlay like I'm going to do. I'm very confident on this game today. Uh, the next one that I'm going into with is the Saints over the Falcons, whether it's, what is it, Trevor Simeon? And yeah,
3: it's going to be Trevor Simeon. I saw Trevor Simeon name? play, believe it or not. I went to a Notre Dame game 2014, saw him pull off the largest home upset in South Bend since the year 2000. Really? But, um,
1: wow.
3: Yeah. No, I mean, he didn't play great, but they had a pick six in that game too, I think was the difference. But
1: He also came to Buffalo when he was on the Broncos With Emmanuel Sanders, it was like in 2016, maybe, uh, or 2015, maybe it was the drought year. But uh, we had a couple interceptions in that game, and we won. I remember it was a great day at the stadium. But anyways, so with that being said, I I have the confidence. Falcons, Matt Ryan just is looking mediocre and mediocre every week. No Calvin Ridley. uh, I'll take the Saints in that. So we got two right now. The next one, obviously, give me the Bills it's a lock call call whatever they're going to win bills are bills by a million them spread them straight up them over the point total of 48 i don't care what you do but as part of my brando bet lock of the week add them to the parlay and for my final one you know i was kind of getting a little nitpicky about this because like texans and dolphins that's not you know the battle of the garbage cans i don't really want to touch that game but i was looking at the uh, patriots at the panthers with three and a half point favorites for the for the Patriots, I, I'm liking that game. Like we said, injuries could be a factor. Um, the over under is 41, which is pretty low, but they're taking in the the injuries for that, so I can get the odds for that parlay. Do we get the all four teams there, Johnny? Yep.
2: So it's uh, L.A. Chargers over Philadelphia, New Orleans over Atlanta, Buffalo over Jacksonville, and New, New England over Carolina.
1: Yeah. So which one do you feel the least confident about?
2: Honestly, I feel confident about the Chargers over Philly, but we just picked that game and that spread was really close, wasn't it? That spread was it's one, and a half. one and a half points, yeah. which is an, yeah. I mean, that seems to break the parlay rules of, of picking a game straight up.
1: <laughs> it um, does, but I don't know. It's clearly, it, it still makes sense. It hasn't sense done though. much. So. Yeah. Last week, it, it cost us last week. Honestly, like I'll be
2: frank with you. This is the parlay I'm least confident about all year. But then again, last week (laughs) I was the most confident and like me
1: too, literally, you know, if you add the chiefs, so sorry, I got the odds for you for that 14 pick. If you bet 50 bucks, you would pay out 213. So it's 327 odds, which is good. Those are good odds, but it's also not a lock, right? We were looking at some elite teams last week.
2: Yeah. And I think that's the, not the only game on there. That's, um, not necessarily in question, but I think that New Orleans and Atlanta is kind of a dangerous game. I know that spread indicates that it's closer to a lock. You know, usually we pick these games and we've got like four four matchups that are like at least six point spreads, right? I feel like that spread could easily be lower only because of New Orleans' uh, quarterback situation. If they go into that game with Jameis, I feel a lot better, you know, based on how they've played with Jamius this year, but... Again, I mean, they still have Elvin Kamara, you know, but and then again, Taysom Hill, yeah. And well, is Taysom Hill healthy for this? I thought he's been out. He got for a cleared. Bit. He just got cleared. Oh, he did. Yeah. So
1: yeah, so they'll have him with the other guy, Trevor Simeon. So, so yeah, know, if
2: Trevor starts struggling, then they might just put in Taysom Hill.
1: Yeah, but, the other game that I was thinking about adding. Sorry, Pat. Go ahead. Oh no,
3: I was just going to say word on the street is uh, Phil Rivers might make an appearance, um, in New Orleans, but. That's I just, did see just, that. Uh, from the from the rumor mill. He's staying ready. Gun for hire.
2: <laughs> He's been doing sidearm curls for six months now, getting ready.
1: <laughs> just curling his kids. <laughs> He's got one on each arm and one on each leg.
2: Yeah. But <laughs> could just cycle them through for 24 hours straight. You <laughs> what what got like 30, Him and 30 Drew Brees kids now. <laughs> they, just,
1: they play 11 on 11 with their families. <laughs> yeah.
2: They've got <laughs> baseball
1: squads the other game that i don't know what you think about this but the chiefs of packers right we want we would take mahomes in this game and some sports books might stop the betting in this game due to the injury on or the covid situation with the packers uh but if you add that game into it it's plus 447 which makes it go up it pays out a $50 bet up to 271 um and change so i don't know the i'm going to keep them out of my my money line it feels like a, a cheating thing taking advantage of the quarterback missing the game but
2: well, i mean i don't, I don't think you need to do it for moral purposes i just think that that game's a little bit dangerous because we're not as certain about what's going to happen you know and, and not if the chiefs were last year's chiefs i'd say that game is a lock without aaron Rodgers at quarterback but yeah i feel like we're all kind of cheated that we didn't get um patrick mahomes versus aaron Rodgers. Cause at the, so be, at the beginning, be the of, the, time at the beginning of the season, that was like one of the most anticipated matchups. Cause that, that game is a result of the 17 game schedule. That's the cross yes. conference uh, 17th game where you're playing the winner of a corresponding division. So, or the the corresponding, you know, same place. So if you finished first, first, you yeah. play a first place team and, and yada, yada, yada. But all right. So that's Brandon's lock of the week parlay. Hopefully we can get to a uh, six and two with his lock of the week. Um that's LA Chargers over Philly, uh New Orleans over Atlanta, Buffalo over Jacksonville, and New or- New England over Carolina. And that's those odds were plus three eighty something and fifty dollars to win two something. Two fifteen. Two fifteen. Yeah. I mean, that's not bad. That's that's pretty on par with our parlay odds. And that's only a four leg parlay, so that seems a little bit safer, if anything.
1: Theoretically. Theoretically,
2: yeah. Nothing is certain. But all right. Well, that's Brando's bet of the week. Anything anything else to stick out to you on, on betting lines that might be a good bet? Um, that's not necessarily a lock, but anything that you'll be betting on this weekend besides that parlay? I
1: don't know, man. I'm a little snake bit. I'm still a little salty about Mike White. It's tough. <laughs> I have a I do have a ticket that I have to cash, so I might take a ticket in there and use that winnings. But you know, you got Pittsburgh plays Chicago. I always look at the point total because the NFL is just a, they've been scoring points. The rules are made for the offense. Their over under is only 40. What did I say? The other one was 41. New Orleans and Atlanta is 42, which is, could be an interesting, you know, 42. What are you going to play? 21, 17 football game. I mean, uh, like Browns and Carolina Browns and, and
2: Browns and Pittsburgh finished what? 15, 10 last week. Yeah. So I'm sure so that's why happen, those, I'm sure that's why those over unders are so low, but
1: yeah. And then you got Carolina and new England at 41 points over under. I could see that. I don't know. That's again, it could be their backups, but we saw new England put up a 50 burger. So it's just,
2: yeah. It's, you can cross curious, that off curious. on your bingo board for the year. New England scoring 50 points. I didn't see that one coming. That's, no, that's funny. McCorkle,
1: yeah. <laughs> but, but I don't know. It, it's an interesting week, you know, if you have profits, you don't want to blow them all up on a week like this. So stick to your, your locks, take the bills. If you remember, we talked about earlier, if you pick the bills every game last year, you finished 13 and three. And that's not a bad way to end. Yeah. Yeah. If any, any money is, you know, if you're making money, it's betting sports. You're, you're, you're ahead. So <laughs>
2: Pat, what's your uh, sports gambling advice for the weekend? Got any, got any tidbits to share?
3: Well, I think the jets might beat the Colts here this week, boy. I'm going to ride the, uh, ride the Michael white train. Um, Carson Wentz looked really, really, Ooh. really bad um, in that Titans game. So I don't Guess know. Guess who
1: just picked up Carson Wentz for fantasy?
3: Probably the same person who had to drop Sam Darnold.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Hey, Pat's rocking hey, uh, you know, Jordan
2: Love this week because Pat's fantasy team can't catch a break and Aaron Rodgers is his quarterback.
1: So, <laughs> All right, that's a good question. Would you rather have Carson Wentz or Jordan Love this week?
2: I'd rather have Jordan Love. Because he's got Devontae yeah, yeah. Adams to throw to. Okay. But and the Chiefs defense the is Jets. terrible.
3: Oh, that's true.
2: That's yeah. True. Yeah. Chiefs' defense also factors into that. But,
1: but well, Carson might have question. a good game. We'll see. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Uh remember, please gamble responsibly. All right, gentlemen. I'll see you guys back here next uh next Tuesday. And hopefully we'll be celebrating a Jaguars win. So
3: A Bills win over the Jaguars. <laughs> Bills went over
2: James yeah yeah <laughs>